All right, I believe I'm ready. Are you ready? Um, I did send you a ready, didn't I? You did. I was almost mad at you that you didn't. I <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, took you, it took you, what was it? Um, you sent that message at 534. I responded at 541, so seven minutes later. And then I was like, where did he go? <laughs> oh, I was I was watching the first eight minutes of In the Heights because that clip dropped today. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> such a to. theater nerd. I had to, man. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 70. That's right, we're elderly now. 70 of Quarter Life Crisis. Uh, my name is Hunty, the man whose city comparison is almost definitely Cleveland. Um, joining me, as always, is everyone's favorite co-host, D-Rec. Um, the man whose city comparison is Denver and nothing else. You cannot argue it. Derek, how are we today? I would take that. And Cle- Hey, man, Cleveland, you ever see that episode of 30 Rock where Liz Lemon goes to Cleveland and falls in love with it? I feel like Cleveland is a slept-on city. I feel like it's, it's cool. fine. I feel like it's cool. It's got some it's bad got- sports teams, but... Well, they just drink their problems away. Speaking of drinking their problems away, Derek, what are we, what are, not actually drink responsibly, what are we drinking today? It's really sad. Um, I've got myself once again a 10 barrel brewing company crush. Mm. Uh, this is the apricot sour, the best Sorry, flavor. Ap- apricot? Yeah, apricot. It's an apricot. It's either. Don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also, and this is something that obviously because this is an audio based show. Um, you can't see, but I really love this uh, can design. It's literally just a white can with a logo, big lettering that says crush, and then a ring at the bottom. And it has, it's like the different flavors are different colors. And I really like the minimal, minimalist. It's very, it's very clean. Oh, yep. So wait. Hang on. Oh, my God. It wasn't even that loud. Dang it. Yeah. Not your best, but it's okay. Uh, I myself am drinking a random Corona extra found in the fridge. So that's what we got because it's a 40 minute drive to the nearest liquor store. Yeah, I was going to say, are you limited? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I didn't feel like leaving today. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about, but first, Derek, we have not one, but two guests that are joining us here in a second. I'm you terrified. Not, you should be. Um, so I'm going to let them jump into the room here and you're just, we're just going to roll with it, man. It's going to be gonna so guess. fun. Oh boy. <laughs> Hello. Derek, you remember my, my Kelsey from the of course. University Hello, of Kelsey. Buffalo? Hello. I don't know where our other yeah, friend famous. is. Oh my gosh, it's Emma. You're here. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Emma, this is your first time meeting Derek, who you've heard so much about. Nice to meet you. How is um to meet you? Oh, okay. How is uh how is St. Lucia? Oh, it's good. I'm super sunburned if you can't tell. <laughs> That's gross. A little red. All right. So, Derek, the reason that Kelsey and Emma are here is that we have the brilliant idea to do one of our infamous tier lists. However, oh, what scared. we're doing we are ranking some ice cream flavors so i have gone and gotten 18 ice cream flavors that i really hope i remember all the names of because they're not labeled um and we're gonna rank them all so i'm gonna go ahead and show you the tier list oh god i'm concerned i have i have according to joe i have bad opinions when it comes to ice cream so oh boy all right so here we go so the tiers we have are as follows the top tier is dairy delight the next tier is incredible ice cream then we have so so sprinkles (laughs) stop what is this unresponsive wait oh i I see Um, we're good and then we have sad scoops and then lackluster lactose that's my favorite one i really (laughs) like that one are we ever are we ever gonna beat the uh the egg puns though 
No, that was incredible. Yeah, was that was so a, that was a ni- those are some nice puns. All right, so as you can see, we have eighteen. Click. Can I move? It? Now we're back. Um, okay, so we have eighteen flavors, as you can see down below. We're gonna go one by one. We're gonna let our guests have the opportunity to speak about them first, give their opinions, which are probably mm-hmm. wrong, um, and then we will give our takes. It's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so first up, we have just a, a very classic like orange shirt. Emma's gonna smack you. <laughs> She's she she wants to like once a day. It's fine. Wait, are we like starting right now? Yeah. We're going for it. There's no like intro. We, I hit, said we did were. the intro before you got on. I said you. I said you were. I was like, Kelsey's here. We're cool. What was my intro? Um, no, your intro. Hey, was- question: Here, Do you bleep out swearing, or do we just like full send? I no, I, I'll bleep. Or do it we out. not? No, you yeah, can. Okay. I'll bleep it out though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So right. First up, we have just a classic orange sherbet. So Emma and Kelsey, what do we feel about orange sherbet as an ice cream flavor? That's, that's not an ice cream. <laughs> I mean, like orange in general. I couldn't find like actual orange looking ice cream. So if I, I wanted a fruit, I would eat an orange. All right. Well, that's a, it's not a bad opinion, I don't think. But I don't. <laughs> I Derek, agree. what do you think? What do you think? Um, yeah, dude, I'd say the best orange flavor I've ever gotten from ice cream was a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it was either Katie or Joe, one of the two, bought an orange infused olive oil. And we just poured that over uh, vanilla ice cream, and it was incredible. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, that being said, I don't want orange sherbet. That's just, yeah, no. I, I don't know if it's lackluster, but it's definitely a sad it's like food. fine. It tastes it's, good, but I, why would you eat it? It's like the only like dairy I feel dessert. like what I feel oh. like it's just like a sad cousin to ice cream. Yeah, good. It, it's You're like right. it's like um frozen custard. When we were talking about that. Emma, that's a good point. Very true. Um, yeah. Okay, moving on. This one is strawberry. How do we feel about strawberry? I have I have my own personal opinion on strawberry ice cream. I like strawberry ice cream a lot. I think it's very good. That's my take. I would also group that in a sad cousin Come because, on. again, like when you want ice cream, why are you eating fruit? Because fruity ice cream is good. But like no, you can just fru- eat a bowl of fruit for less calories. Fruity froyo is good. Fruity ice mm. cream is not. All right. Well, I still think it's. I would advocate for incredible. I don't want to go much lower than that. <laughs> no. Where are you putting it then? Sad scoops at the very highest. Come on. Strawberry ice cream is good. Emma, Emma, what's think? your call? I think she's frozen, but no, she does look frozen like that. All right. Well, I guess the call is sad scoops because I'm overruled. <laughs> yeah, come on. It is what it is. I think it's, it's good. It's good. I know both of you hate it, but I'm not putting it lower than eight. No, because it's incredible. Oh, and Emma is gone. She'll be back. She'll be back. Um, next up is just some basic, basic vanilla. It's a classic. What do we think? Elsie, what are you thinking? Do we have toppings on that or no? No, it's just straight up ice cream. So, so sprinkles. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like a classic vanilla should higher than that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side there, Hunter. Classic yeah. vanilla. Just a bowl of vanilla ice cream is like a bowl of. It's the, it's the bowl of Cheerios of desserts. You know. Don't yeah. you want like something with? No, just a, last night I had just vanilla soft serve in a cone, and it was to die Wait, for. Well, soft serve is different. Soft serve is very different from hard ice cream. Bro, it's still ice cream. It's just it's ice cream. Because if you said soft serve vanilla, I would say dairy delight. So- Emma, what do you think about vanilla? I just cut out for so long. I have no idea what's going on. I love plain, plain vanilla ice cream. I love vanilla. I think it's just good opinion. It's a classic. It's always good. It never disappoints. Yeah, we should put it here because 
because it's like I, I do agree that like soft serve is better than hard, but it's still good hard. Uh, I can deal. Am I the only one with good Wi-Fi here? <laughs> Kelsey, how are I you doing? I think it's just a surefire thing. Hello. There yeah, you're go. back. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't like my internet connection. Um, oh, this, is gonna be, this is going to be fun to edit. <laughs> Super fun. Uh, okay, so moving on to chocolate. Where are we feeling on chocolate? Chocolate's top tier. I don't care what anybody uh, says. It's top tier. Emma, I, Emma, you, God dang it. I was on your side for a little bit. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I like chocolate. Chocolate cake, regular chocolate, but chocolate ice cream for some reason just, ooh, I just don't like it. Ooh. I just don't think it's good. No, chocolate ice cream is, is the default of like, if I'm not feeling very adventurous, if I'm at Cold Stone and don't feel like getting their like peanut butter Pop-Tart surprise or whatever they have, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bowl of chocolate easy. That's, that's top tier. Yeah. What do you think, Hunter? It's the best. I think chocolate's good. I'm not a big chocolate person, but I, I respect the hustle from chocolate. It's very, it's very underrated. It's a basic flavor. Shout out to Matt Lightman who would die if he ate that. Die eating the chocolate, yeah. <laughs> Death by right. chocolate to um, but I'm, anyways. It, literally. You're so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, next up we have cotton candy, which was my favorite flavor when I was a fat kid. Best flavor out there. It was so good. Dude, cotton candy is a meme flavor. Dude, you put some gummy so bears only, in it. Only children eat cotton yeah. candy. I am a child. It's child a child flavor. It, it turns your mouth like tight. purple. It's amazing, is it's, what it is. You if if you like um if you like cotton candy ice cream, if you think cotton candy ice cream is your fl- favorite flavor, um, you did not know a world bef- uh, b- before landlines got eradicated. No. If you think cotton candy is your favorite flavor, you are 12 years old or younger. <laughs> You're not an adult. You're but a child. As a, but as a flavor, though, where does it go in the palate level? Incredible ice cream. That's Actually, lackluster. That no, lackluster. Whoa! No but way, not lackluster. It's no, if, if I have the option between cotton candy ice cream and like a bowl of pretzels, I'm eating the pretzels. Bowl, I call BS on that. It's going in so so. I'm vetoing you. It's right there. I also like think you, you all are also forgetting that I think about ice cream 100% of my day. We know this. Well, Derek doesn't, but we do. That doesn't, that's, it doesn't surprise me that much. <laughs> all right. Um, next up, brand. this one I think is Moose Tracks, right? This one, I think it is, because cookies and creams over here. Yeah, this is Moose Tracks. Let's go with the Dairy Delight. Is Moose Tracks that good? I don't. I don't know. Peanut butter, vanilla, fudge. I haven't had Moose Tracks in forever. I think it's it's another gimmick, definitely. Because it's, I mean, it's it's like, I don't know. When you look at when you look at something like. Uh, like cookie dough or cookies and cream like that's a that's a, a given like you know what you're getting it's a one one addition to an existing flavor i feel like moose tracks is just like a special that you could get at like dumpsters you know where dumpsters dairy world the hell is that you've never you've been to dumpsters you've been to ocean city no i haven't i've never been how there. have you been to ocean city and never been to dumpsters it's your fault you live there you're close to it well, sorry, we were too busy drinking margaritas when we went. I didn't really care about ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what is Emma? What are your thoughts on Moose Track? Y'all are gonna hate me when I oh say boy. this. Oh boy, I've never had it. <sighs> I know, I know. So it's actually it's pretty good. I don't know if it's top. Get up and leave. It's very good. Um, 
so sorry. I feel like the comb- the combination alone should put it in incredible, I think. Okay. I respect it though. A lot of right. my friends like it. Like so based on my friends' opinions, I will say it's good. I call I wanted so so uh Kelsey wanted dairy delight. So incredible is a good compromise, I guess. Why? Man, this thing does not like the internet. There we go. Okay. Um, next up, this one is just is just peanut butter, like p- peanut butter cup, I guess, is what the flavor wanted it to be. So it's like chocolate peanut butter, essentially. Chocolate and peanut butter is a goat combination. Very good combo. Uh, but peanut butter ice cream? I don't know. Do we want to do like peanut butter as a flavor or like peanut butter cup as a thing, which is like... Peanut butter cup. Yeah, because you just put the chocolate in the peanut butter or whatever. Well, is it peanut butter? Is peanut butter the base ice cream flavor, though? I think chocolate's the base. Okay, then that makes it better. That's, that's, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, I'll I'll spring for Dairy Delight. I'll spring for Dairy Delight. That might be top tier. Reese's peanut butter cups are my favorite, like, candy. So, um, very good. eh, Favorite chocolate candy, but, um, it it works. I will say, I go ahead, (laughs) Kelly. You sounded so reluctant to give her the floor. No, go ahead. Go. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, go ahead, Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> She's going to start sweating. She's going to get anxiety. Um, honestly, the quote of all times is peanut butter and chocolate is the goat. Josh yeah. Allen, peanut butter cup, same thing. That's a, yeah, spoken, I, like, spoken I, as a Bills fan. I don't think that's a solid argument. <laughs> I, th- I think it works. I think that works. Josh Allen says it. It must be true. He hasn't said anything else problematic in the last month. Nope. Um, so, but I think we do need to put that combo at the top. Like it's. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'll, I'll give I, you I agree. I agree. It's the best one. It's the best one. All right. Next up is banana, which I think is the first lackluster one. Banana ice cream yeah, that's sucks. Disgusting. It's horrible. So, so gross. Bad. Banana as a fruit is good. It's almost impossible to mimic the banana flavor and have it taste good. Also, banana flavors just overpower everything. Like when you, yeah. if I'm making a fruit yeah. smoothie, I can only put like a quarter of a banana in it or the whole yeah. thing tastes like banana. Can I tell just really eat a banana story? Don't have banana ice cream. Yeah, don't have banana ice cream. Can I no. tell a really quick funny story? You can edit this out. No, please do. But when I was in Girl Scouts and Ben and Jerry's used to do like the 20 scoops and like all these toppings, my like troop went to Ben and Jerry's to like do this and everyone got to pick their own ice cream and everyone picked like normal flavors and my mom picked a banana flavor and it was like in the ice cream and all of the girls were like so mad about this banana flavor and I was so embarrassed about my mom (laughs) and so I never told anyone that it was my mom that picked the (laughs) banana flavor because everyone was like this is terrible we have to eat it all because we want our picture (laughs) on the wall and oh my God. I was just sitting there knowing my mom picked the worst flavor to mix and everyone was miserable. I really hope everyone from your troop is listening to this and I know that that's hilarious. Their vendetta should have been against you. That's just the Kelsey side. No one else. I bet you no one else remembers this story besides Kelsey. She was, she was personally traumatized by this banana ice cream. I literally can picture myself in my brownie like badge thing standing there embarrassed. All right. Bye. Nice. Um, moving on from the banana, which is horrible flavor. Um, next up we have cake batter. Um, I think, I think cake batter is a good one. It's fine. It's like enhanced vanilla, right? Like it's like just a little bit better than vanilla. No, because, because that would put it in top tier and it does not. No, I don't, I think it's a little bit better than vanilla, but I don't think it's a better tier than vanilla. Like, I think it's just slightly above. No, I, I I think I would put it in so-so. Why? Because I don't like the way it tastes. What's the what's the other? 
All right. <laughs> what else would I say? I don't All like right. it. All yeah. Right. Like, what are other opinions? On why? Why would you? Why would you put it lower than other flavors? Because it's not as good. <laughs> Come on, Hunter. I really like cake batter. If I'm going to Cold Stone, I'm getting cake batter because it mixes well with everything. Hello, I'm back. Um, uh, you asked me why would I put it lower? No, never mind. Emma, what's up? <laughs> what's <Okay>. your <laughs> Oh, sorry. Hunter just left for like 10 minutes. I don't have a strong opinion on cake batter. I'm very little about it. All right. All right. We'll put it here. <laughs> I'm just kind of like here. You're so broken, dude. I like cake batter. All my favorite flavors. Get and put it in the so-so. No, oh my God. The one with bad opinions. I know. Incredible. Um, no, they've argued for so-so. And I, you know, as, as Emma is one of the guests, I have to say, I have to go, okay, this is fine. If she doesn't have an opinion on it, it's so-so. Um, I just think okay, it's next like, up. like an, it's just a, okay, you know? Yes, exactly. right, it's right, just okay. It's, it's never my first All choice. Right. All right, well, whatever. Screw me, I guess. Um, so next up, we have pistachio. That's a meme. Never, Nobody actually I've gets never pistachio had ice cream. Does anyone eat this? Like, it's got to be gross, right? Have you had it, like, pistachio gelato? Because that's good. Never even heard of it. Where I used about to... to work when I was 16 at a senior living place, the old folks, if that's correct to say. Yeah, I, I think it's an old yeah, people yeah. flavor. <laughs> well, wow, so way, affecting, to, way uh, to be offend, ageist, man. Offending all the, all the boomers that listen to this. Sorry. <laughs> the only boomers that listen to this are my parents. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could say pistachio probably goes at the bottom tier. It's yeah, pretty gross. No, it's, no, there's no way it's good. Um, okay. What the heck is this one? I can't remember. Coffee. This one? Oh, yeah, coffee. That's what it is. Coffee. Oh. Weirdly enough, coffee ice cream is like one of the few coffee flavors I enjoy. I don't drink coffee, but I love coffee ice cream. I've, I've had it once. It's so freaking good. All right. It gives you your caffeine fix, out, or not caffeine fix, but caffeine taste. Coffee well, taste. You, it you tricks have, your body you into have, thinking you have caffeine. Line. Emma just has a coffee addiction, but it's fine. It's whatever. I'm also ever... super addicted to coffee. Yeah, the first time I ever had coffee ice cream was I was at a uh, I was at a game at my at the Delmarva Shorebirds Stadium, which is the um which is my home county's uh, minor league baseball team, and I asked for chocolate Dippin' Dots, and they accidentally gave me coffee, and I was mm-hmm. upset, but they were fine. They were good. I would even say so. Kelsey, I'd... what are you, what are your thoughts on the coffee? I also love coffee. Ice okay, cream. we'll put it at the top then. This wants to load. No, not at the top. I don't know if I would say top tier though. Incredible okay. ice cream, definitely not top tier though. Oh my god, can this please load? No, go back down. Okay, cool. Um, we'll put it at the top because you all raved about it. Um, okay, next up we have Rocky Road. What's in Rocky? I don't even Road? know what that is. Yeah, Rocky Road is like <laughs> it's like chocolate. It's a chocolate base. It has fudge. It's like the inversion of Moose Tracks. It's just chocolate instead of vanilla. With like no. a, a minor change, yeah. Rocky Road is like it's got Rocky it's got Road it's a chocolate base. Well, okay, it's not a hundred percent the inversion, but it's close enough. Um, <laughs> oh dude, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said a wrong thing, and then you said, "Well, it's kinda." <laughs> Come on, listen. I'm doing my best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, guys. Baseball is kind of like soccer. It's basically the same sport. <laughs> Okay, the same. Okay, literally, Rocky Road is chocolate. Hunter, ice cream he will die before he admits that he's wrong. 
I want I want to I want to ask the two of you this because anybody that is anybody back in Maryland that's friends with Hunter knows that he does this. Has he ever responded to uh, <laughs> when you're having a discussion about something? Has he ever responded to a really good point by saying, "Right, but," and then just completely changing the subject? <laughs> yep, yep. There we go. It's on brand. We all have our flaws, man. Okay, we all have our flaws. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, Whatever. If Rocky Road has marshmallows, then it's incredible ice cream. Definitely. If I knew what it was, I would say it's good. But All right. you know I, what? I, I, I'm getting a lot of mixed well, opinions. Don't do incredible, please. Please don't do incredible. Hunter is an unreliable right. narrator for this one. I'm going to look up what's in Rocky Road. Tops, are you like Wonka? Who me? <laughs> you know so much about ice cream. This is actually kind of concerning that you know this much about it. Okay, Rocky, who wants marshmallows in their ice cream? It is traditionally composed of chocolate ice Me cream, nuts, and whole. Too. Ooh, I don't want nuts in my ice cream. That's, That's so what so. I said. I literally said all of this, and it was ignored. Story oh, well, me. I couldn't hear you. Hunter was talking I couldn't much. hear you because my Wi-Fi keeps cutting out. <laughs> I don't think I said anything, but okay. Yeah, no, that's so it's so. Fun. All right, well, when, when this loads, we'll put it back in there because it's it is now frozen. Um, in the meantime, though, let's go with I believe this is chocolate chip cookie dough. That's dairy delight. I will die on this hill. I will die top tier. Yeah, top tier. Yep. I would. I would give my life for chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Legitimately, give my life. Aggressive. A normal thing to do. <laughs> Aggressive, but I like it. Um, it's it is is a very good flavor. Um, Technical difficulties. Please yeah, stand by. For... Get up here. I oh. chip cookie early 20s top tier we got we got about yeah, we got about yeah, four that. of those words emma <laughs> <laughs> yeah that stuff um well it was nice seeing you as a gray square um <laughs> next up we have cookies and cream that's deserves a tier all on its own that deserves it's, it's definitely up here. That deserves the highest tier. That deserves the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse tier, bro. Oh, yeah, just the cookies, the cookies and cream the, tier. That deserves a cookies and cream tier, dude. Yeah. It, Honestly, thank I you for putting cookies and cream tonight. There you go. We have oh. the we have the ice cream connoisseur. Yeah, apparently. Higher than cookie dough. Yes. So yeah, no, that's higher than cookie dough. Easy. We're only getting about half of what you're saying, Emma. So when, <laughs> if, if you're arguing against it being high, we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> what we don't know doesn't hurt us. You know? Exactly. Um, next up we have, I think this is Kelsey's favorite, mint chocolate chip, right? This is another take. Mint chocolate chip's gross. Go off. Get him, Kelsey. It's gross, dude. You're wrong for that. It's gross. Okay. Let me just tell you one thing. Have you ever had a junior mint? Yes. And yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah, they're nasty. Okay, I will agree. I will agree. Mint and chocolate is a hot take. But mint chocolate chip ice cream, for some reason, just hits different. And that's all I can say. Like the green, you think it's pistachio, but it's not. So it's so much better. Chocolate. If um, I ever wanted yeah. to eat frozen toothpaste, <laughs> I'd put it in the freezer myself. <laughs> going down here kelsey <laughs> mint is mint chocolate chip is disgusting the only thing that saves it is the chocolate chips. exactly it's the only thing Hunter, that gets you were on my side last week i don't remember that at all 
Ooh, he's this a flake. What I was concerned. This one flavor was what I was concerned about for this podcast, and Hunter Gross. was on my side. I think it's I'll eat it, but I don't want to. Hunter, you like, politician. I'm just. What's playing. he blacked out during the Maybe. conversation? Maybe. Almost <laughs> certainly might have been. <laughs> the odds are high. All right, they next up. I believe this one is Dolce de Leche. It's the one I don't remember. That's not ice what? cream. No, like the flavor what? itself. Oh, that is a flavor of ice cream, not the actual. No. One. <laughs> if, I want, if I want a Dolce de Leche flavor, I'll eat Dolce de Leche. That's lackluster. Yes, okay, that's not Dolce. Isn't Dolce like caramel? I thought I don't remember which one this one is. We're gonna call it that though, because I remember I put it in here. So we're just it's gonna lackluster. Call it nope. Yeah, get rid it's of down it. here. I don't yeah. know what this is, but it's going down there. I see Kelsey doesn't have a strong opinion about it, so it's fine. Um, and lastly, to round out the tier list, we have just classic Neapolitan. Get this bullshit marketing uh, scheme out of my face. <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream pisses me off. I couldn't agree more. It does make me mad. Disagree. <laughs> oh, There's come no on. Why? I'm sorry. I like it. I think it's good. You know what? You know what? You know how you could get the same Neapolitan ice cream flavor? Have all three flavors. Come on. That's true. They probably upcharge you for Neapolitan too, just for the aesthetic. Exactly. No, but it's, I could buy just it's stupid. It's going down there. It's a gimmick. It's it's uh it's, it's food theatrics. It's it's <laughs> I'm honestly pissed about mint chocolate chip. I'm like not gonna sleep tonight. Oh my god. Maybe you can spend your time that you would have spent sleeping uh reevaluating your ice cream taste. <laughs> That is a choice. Let's take. Um, so to round out this tier list, uh, we have basically pretty even. Um, I'm not going to go through all the flavors because that takes a lot of time. But what do we feel about our selections? What are the snubs? What are the the good choices and the bads? I Kelsey, you have, you have, you have something to say here? I mean, I just would like you to try more mint chocolate chip ice cream. Because there are certain ones that aren't as good as some others. But like mint tingling by I think Perry's is like bomb. Um, the Wegmans mint chocolate chip is bomb. It's just why, why? What is mint? Why would you want mint? If I want mint, I'll eat like a peppermint patty. And you're eating chocolate. <laughs> I brush my teeth twice a day. <laughs> I don't really need that for fresh breath. I still think we need justice for cotton candy, but if I'm a child, it's fine. You are a child. Cotton candy. You are a child. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I also really needed to point out that everybody's, that the universal love language for loving Hunter is just relentlessly shitting on him. So I appreciate that that's carried across state lines. <laughs> that's the funniest thing ever. You know, it just, this is my life. Hunter just right. argues with every single, is always the devil's advocate. Right, but and he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he just sometimes I do, and then I sometimes I do. Wait a second, Hunter straight up just bolts out of his ass. Like, we'll be talking about something, and he'll just be making (laughs) up point after point after point, and he will take it to the grave. It very scares me, and my gullible ass will under will believe all of it, and Kelsey will just believe everything he says. I wish I knew the last thing that we argued about. <laughs> I don't know, man. We do that like once a day. It's I mean, fun. you made fun of me for making a typo in a tweet. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> Big <did>. man. <laughs> I say it with my chest, man. Come on. All right, oh, well, boy. 
Kelsey, Emma, it was wonderful to have you join us to talk about ice cream flavors. We appreciate you taking the time and spotty Wi-Fi routers to uh, talk to us. Um, but we appreciate you and uh, listen to the rest of the episode to hear what else we talk about when you leave. Yes, cheers. Wait, 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 wait. Can Kelsey plug her podcast here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> please Kelsey, do. Yeah, please plug do. your podcast. So if anyone's interested in learning about leadership development, um, listen to Lead On, lead, uh, student, I start up. <laughs> Tape stop. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If anyone is interested in learning about leadership development, you can listen to a podcast by University. Listen to Lead On podcast. Um, It's a a leadership podcast by Student Engagement at the University of Buffalo. Go listen to it. It's part of the Crisis Averted Podcast Network. Sure. Correlate Crisis and Our Public Diary. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out Julie. Um, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> You're doing your best. That's all we can ask. You're okay. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thanks for <laughs> having us. Have a good one. Sure. Bye. Bye. Uh, um, all right. So we did that. We got some other stuff we got to talk about. So I saw this TikTok the other day, Derek. Um, it was this person was assigning the different houses in Game of Thrones to what ver- what contemporary city they would be. Oh, um, based on like house profile and so I thought it would be fun to kind of take her own stab at it because I didn't agree with some of their choices don't remember what they were just didn't agree with them okay. um, so I took I think there's eight major houses in it I only took the seven because one of them I just like forgot about so we have one two what's the eight three one? four five six seven so I have Targaryen Stark Lannister Baratheon Tyrell Aaron Greyjoy and the other one was Lahone uh, I don't Lahone? know off the top of my head no, not that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But I want to know, Derek, we're going to go in order of these and we're just going to talk about like what cities we think that these different houses are. So starting with the Targaryens, what do you, what do you think their contemporary city would be? So when I think Targaryen, I think of um, feigning of hospitality. Um, I think of belief that they have some kind of uh, divine... Um, manifest destiny type deal my internet connection is not unstable it is in fact hunters that is um sorry zoom was just yelling at me i don't know man um osmosis yeah they believe they have some kind of divine mission uh (laughs) to spread their word um and all is revealed in the end of how absolutely disgustingly absurd they are so um what other city could it be than philadelphia pennsylvania (laughs) Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I, I myself was thinking Miami because they are a city that like goes in these swells of like big periods of boom and like big periods of, we don't care about this city. And I feel like that Miami is one of those places that like people talk about and like have, has a lot of influence, but also is on the back burner. Isn't really paying attention. You don't really notice it as much, but it's still, excuse me, flashy and like very uh, bright and colorful. And I feel like that's the Targaryens in a nutshell. They're just like, they at once were very powerful, but then at the end, they, uh, they, they're just like kind of influential, but don't really do anything. If that makes That's, sense. I mean, that, that, that honestly, like, not that I disagree, but that honestly reinforces my Philadelphia debate. You're not, was, I do like the It Philadelphia. was once the nation's like capital. That's true. Okay, cool. I like that. All right. So the Targaryens are, I'm going to write this out, are Philadelphia. Um, uh, next up is House Stark. 
Now for House Stark, I thought of I thought of Boston, Massachusetts, yeah. because yeah. it's a it's a northern city, so it's cold. But also b there's a lot of people who are very very proud to be from Boston. Like they're like I'm from Boston. You shut up. I'm important. Yeah, I You're not. Um, and they're just very loyal and very like hard nosed. And I feel like that's Boston to a T. You know, and I agree with Boston. Um, and I will I, I will say that that should be what we do. Um, I wish though that um, that like. <laughs> And it's not a city, but I wish like the state of Texas was a northern state because like they're always yeah. the ones just like screw the rest of this country, <laughs> you know. Be Literally for them, you know. Honestly, that that's why you could make an effort for like the northern part of Montana. It's just like what even is that? That's the north. It's, yeah, it's next that, to the border. It's just no man's land. Yeah. It's just nothing. Um, next up is House Lannister. What are your thoughts on them as a, as a city? Where would their home base be? Uh, Lannister always pays his debts. Um, so Lannisters are just known for being rich, <laughs> rich and incestuous, um, and they've got some conniving pieces of garbage, but also some some uh, diamonds in the rough. Uh, they, what are you thinking? I don't know. I was going to say New York City, um, because it's traditionalist the Lannisters have always been in power forever they're just like the old tried and true they've always been rich they've always been powerful they've always been wealthy um but there are parts of New York that are kind of sinister and kind of like aggressively not good um but it's not to a point where it's like oh we should just cast away with it it's still a very very powerful seat and yeah we are cast away anyways (laughs) but yeah I, I was gonna go with New York I feel like that's a good pick for them yeah, I could get behind that. Um, I I think I wanted to save New York for a different one, but we can discuss it when we get mm, there. Uh, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was though. Uh, yeah, I don't really. Is Detroit, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. I don't know about Detroit, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. No, so you we'll, know you know what I'll do. You know I'll do Chicago. Oh, I was gonna use Chicago for the next one. Oh, good call. Okay, what's next? The next one was House Baratheon, and I was gonna use Chicago for them no why not wait why because well i think chicago isn't like flashy by any means and neither are they like there's there's robert who's just an oaf right like he's just he's like hagrid but game of thrones um and then there's renly who is like i don't even know how to describe him but not that and then there's stannis who is like a like a brick like he's just so boring but i feel like the city itself is everyone's like oh that's a influential city like they everyone knows about it but it's like always the still like the third brother like the third sibling to new york and los angeles it's like oh it's there but it's not as important as these two but it's still got that like hard-nosed mentality to it yeah yeah i can get behind that um the way yeah the way i think of uh baratheon um is just the fact that i mean we only know of four there's a three. There's a three brothers, and then um, who's the who's the guy that wanted Arya to be his um, Arya to be his his lady? I forgot his name. Oh, oh, Gendry. No, Gendry. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and because he was technically a Baratheon by the end of it, and he just kind of seems like he doesn't know what's going on. That man was so confused. Um. So yeah, I'll yeah, I, but I can give up. Yeah, I can give up Chicago. All right. Next up, we have House Tyrell. Okay. What are you thinking? I was thinking Los Angeles for that. Okay. Um, because they got that whole like hipstery, like where the what's the what's the queen the the lead matriarch's name? It's something to do with flowers or something. Right? Uh, like, yeah, it's um it's like super hipster, like very 
we have and they're super rich but they don't flaunt it all the time they're just like oh we're Elena, wealthy Elena, Elena yeah yeah so like they're just i don't know they got a whole vibe where it's like we're off in the corner doing our own thing but we could we could do some stuff if we needed to um and like have a lot of power which i feel like is very counterpoint not that far away san francisco because i feel like i feel like the tyrells um in the sense that they kind of had they're kind of doing their own thing while everybody else is like the the king's landing is is hip and happening but uh the house tyrell kind of mon- or uh occupies their own space while still having a presence yeah and los angeles is too much of a like uh too much of a i don't want to say a cultural center because it's not <laughs> because of how freaking big la is um San Francisco exists as its own like kind of idealized form of society. And other than the people, like other than Game of Thrones is full of like dramatic irony, but um, the only people that we really know, get to know a lot of from House Tyrell are Marjorie and Elena. And Elena was the one that toppled the tyrant. Uh, Spoilers for a show that had terrible ending. Um, So yeah, you know, I I will, I'll, I'll I'll argue for San Francisco. I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, If I, if I remember that that was a city, I'd probably, I'd probably have done that. Um, next up is House Aaron. What are you, what are you thinking on this one? Okay. I need to remind myself of who everybody in House Aaron that we know. There's um, the the mom. What's her name? The what was her name? I can't remember. But it was Catelyn's sister. Yeah, it was. Um... And she was very like, like out to lunch half the time. Yeah, and then there was Robin, who was just like, was it just those mm-hmm. two that we knew? Yeah, because her husband was the guy that died to kickstart the whole thing, right? Yeah, so yeah, was, yeah, 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 he was yeah. the hand of the king. Yep, yep, but yep, yep, yep. but we like we see the veil and like we see what all that looks like, and yep. we get the vibe from them. But I, I don't know. I kind of got big, kind of crunchy vibes from them, so I went with Portland. That's what I. That's what popped <laughs> into my a great head. Great answer. Which Portland's I was like, great answer. If anyone's just gonna have a hole to drop people through, it's gonna be them. But you wouldn't guess Portland. it. You'd never guess that. The dream of the 1890s are alive in Portland. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> shout out to Megan. Uh, <laughs> is she still in Portland? Mm-hmm. yeah she, she yeah. knows her people um yeah and we didn't well we got a little bit of older robin at the end but i don't think he had a single line yeah he was just hot <laughs> everyone was like yeah he came back and everyone was like wow that dude looks good and i was like i literally don't remember this man at all yeah. zero um it was like when uh harvey came back for harley or whatever his name was came back for endgame in oh yeah Funeral. yeah it was like why uh um yeah. Sure, Portland's good. All right. And last but not least, this is what I wanted to use for, for Philly. We have House Greyjoy. No, House Greyjoy is Baltimore. <laughs> okay, go ahead. State your claim. Because it's Philly. It's Because Baltimore is Philly, but smaller, less trashy, and on the water. Touche. I can't, I can't argue against that. That was a good one. What's, um, the, what's, the, what's the Greyjoy saying? Um, what is the Greyjoy saying? It's, uh, it's about death, right? No house Greyjoy motto or slogan or whatever the heck. Uh, what is dead may never die. What is dead may never die. Ah, yes, that's right. And that I mean, that's, yeah, I feel like the super proud stuff. It, it well, it says a lot about like the history and like Philly. All, all obviously does have a lot of history, but um, it's not the history that Philly is proud of. <laughs> Baltimore. I mean, Francis Scott Key Memorial is down the road from True. the house. 
um so that's like what is dead may never die uh it lives on and um it's on the water it's a it start, baltimore was founded as a port city the inner harbor is still the, like the most active part of the city um and there are in like there are there are um various various like parts like very widely varying is what i meant to say parts of, of the city which is what you kind of get out of the great joys and you got some people that suck from there like you're on um but then you've got great people like uh, Alfie, who is the name of uh, the, uh, the actor. Yeah, um, Alfie. Who I would say <laughs> is the best actor in that show. But yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, Greyjoys are, are Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's that makes sense. I didn't think of that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Well, I'm glad that we threw some some. If Game of Thrones happened today and they were warring in America, that's where they would go. I, I would be a Greyjoy banner man but easily easily yeah. i don't know i feel like i'd i feel like i'd go with the baratheons just to just to hang you, out because you are robert, robert. yeah, yeah. Well, robert's dead bro <laughs> hey he died doing what he loved hunting bears and drinking beer not saying i like to hunt bears i do like drinking beer he was though. drinking meat actually it's all alcohol not back then the it's not the same thing. it's not the same but alcohol back then was just all poison water anyway so like as if it's not now well, yeah, it's a little more refined. Um, all right, so last thing we got to do, Derek, before we get to our review of Black Panther, um, is as we talked about before the show started. Um, oh, look at that! Did Win make that? He did. That's cool. Um, as we talked before the show, I'm on HBO Max on H in the Heights drops on HBO Max on Thursday, Thursday night. Now you don't really know a heck of a lot about Broadway, but I found a BuzzFeed quiz. That basically says you're going to pick your favorite out of all of these different categories, and it'll tell you which musical you need to check out next. So we're going to see what we get. I hope it's Waitress. You're not going to know. <laughs> no, I hope it's show. Come From Away. I haven't um, heard, I, 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 I oh, that's such a good away. show. Yeah. I love that show. Um, okay, so first pick a comfort TV show. Um, Avatar, Modern Avatar. Family. Avatar. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. My other one that I could do is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I'm going to pick that because I like <clears throat> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Big Bang Theory is on here, but we know not that one. I hate the insinuation um, that Avatar is a comfort show. It's the best show ever made. Well, it, does it comfort you? Anyways. <laughs> um, next, pick a cute animal. A hamster, a white wolf, a duckling, penguins, or parrots? Penguins, dude. Penguins rock. Yeah, I do love a good penguin. Um, I think I'm going to go with yeah, I got to go Penguins, too. Those are cool. Dude, I, Joe and I watched Jeopardy, and we were just watching an episode where they did, like, the video questions, and one of the one of the question asks or askers was in Antarctica, and she just had penguins waddling around her feet. It was so cool. Oh, that's sick. Uh, all right, next, pick a dream vacation destination. Iceland, Barcelona, South Africa, Canada, Singapore, or Thailand? Uh, what were the first two? Iceland and Barcelona. Probably Iceland a good one i think out of those i'm gonna go with south africa that's a cool place um pick a tasty snack we got pretzels bread chocolate pringles strawberries or oreos oreos yeah i think i'm gonna go with pringles i love a good pringle once you pop you can't stop <clears throat> that's right um pick something very specific that makes you happy <laughs> making quiche seeing bees taking pre-dinner naps receiving flowers Sleeping on freshly washed sheets or sending cards to loved ones. Seeing bees. <laughs> How did I know bees, you? Why dude. did I know you'd pick that? Dude, bees are cool. Um, I think I'd say sleeping on freshly washed sheets. Those bees are, nice. are just bug puppies, bro. 
That's true. Uh, and finally, pick something that annoys you. Loud talkers, sunburns, doing laundry, uh, slow walkers, and loud music playing in public transport. Oh, it's it's the last one, dude. The, the, the loud, is, loud music? nothing worse than that, man. Yeah, I, I hate people that do that. I'm going to say sunburns though i hate sunburns i was on the phone right. it was on the phone in the grocery store today and i would like kept making a conscious effort to make sure i wasn't like talking super loud even though i was practically whispering because i know i hate it when people are just like have the phone like seven feet away from their face and they're just like yeah what can't hear you yeah that's, that's so irritating always be aware of your surroundings people um derek are you ready to hear what musical you got nope you got wicked my friend go learn about the wizard of oz i mean sure it's not, it's a good score. It's just very classic Broadway. I myself got Dear Evan Hansen, which I'm excited for the movie, even though Evan Hansen looks like he's 40. I mean, it's fine. <clears throat> I think it's yeah, funny. It's all good. Yeah. It's a, I mean, like, no one else will do it better than him, but it just looks really old. Anywho, thanks for, for doing that with me. Um, now, as the last bit of today, let's wrap up our MCU review series with Black Panther, Derek. Can you tell us what the plot of Black Panther is? So I do want to preface this by saying I like this movie. <laughs> I have a 3D printed logo and a 3D printed bust of T'Challa on my desk. I like the Black Panther. That being said, <laughs> so the movie starts out. T'Challa is in the jet on his way back from uh, the events of Civil War after he killed or after he uh, imprisoned Baron Zemo. Uh, he sees some news about the death of T'Chaka, which obviously happened in Civil War due to Zemo. Um, it is through this, it is through this, we were revealed that T'Challa is in the middle of a rescue mission to rescue, uh, his girlfriend whose name is Nik- what's her name? Nik- Nikia? Nikia? Something is like that. Is that right? So it sounds right. Um, and well, she's like trying to rescue some, some, uh, refugees that are being captured by pirates for lack of a better term. I don't really know yeah. what they were. They're probably going to sell them. Uh, so he's just like, Hey, uh, I know you're on an important mission, but I'm going to be the king tomorrow and I want you there tomorrow casually yeah uh so they get back to wakanda and he meets up with his mom um angela bassett i believe yep (laughs) which like cool and uh little sister shuri um then the next day they take part in a uh a gladiatorial combat because the most advanced civilization in the world of course has gladiatorial combat to decide their king um (laughs) i don't i'm not taking that as a knock i just think that's kind of funny uh, he's challenged by Mbaku, um, the leader of like the mountain tribe of Wakanda, uh, who believes that T'Challa is not fit for to be king. But T'Challa, who has the essence of the Black Panther taken away from him, still is able to beat Mbaku in one-on-one combat, but spares his life because he truly believes that Mbaku's people need him. And Mbaku taps out and relinquishes the kingship onto T'Challa. Uh, T'Challa regains the power of the Black Panther and he meets his father in the ancestral plane. Uh, in which he's just like, I'm not ready to be without you. And T'Chaka is just like, yeah, you're fine. So it is through the delegation that uh, T'Challa finds out that uh, Ulysses Claw is, uh, Ulysses is his first name, right? Sure. I think. Claw. I uh, Anthony, Andy, Andy Circus. Circus. Andy Circus <laughs> is uh, on the move and trying to steal some, uh, steal and sell some valuable Wakandan artifacts. And we find this out that he's also joined by a mob of people, one person being uh, Michael B. Jordan, person who's not named yet, uh, who seems to know more about Wakanda than the rest of the world. Uh, because he's at the he's at this museum and he's having the curator tell him all about it. And she's like, oh, it's from this tribe. He's like, actually, it's Wakanda. Um, 
So they set out to uh, South Korea in order to find Claw. They run into uh, Agent Ross, who's played by uh, Martin Freeman. Freeman. I always say Martin Short, and I know that's not right. That is the that's President Jed Bartlett. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so they find him at the casino where Claw is and an all out brawl, brawl ensues, which leads to a chase through the city. Um, Claw is captured and taken under the, uh, jurisdiction of, uh, both Agent Ross and T'Challa. Uh, and then when Agent Ross is interviewing Claw or uh, interrogating, I mean, not interviewing, interrogating Claw, he finds out like, Hey, Wakanda's more, a lot more civilized than you think it is. And when this happens, uh, Claw's crew busts through the wall, takes uh, Claw back, and then gets away because T'Challa wasn't ready. Then, in a complete twist that uh, would have been unexpected if not for the marketing, um, the Michael B. Jordan, who is running with Claw, ends up killing him, and he's like, I'm going to set out for Wakanda myself. And it's revealed that he himself is Wakanda, and it's like, whoa, what's happening here? So uh, his name is Eric. Eric goes to Wakanda and claims that he has, uh, he, yeah, he needs to have um, counsel with the king. Uh, all this time, uh, T'Challa has found out about him and he needs, he's telling him to get out. I need you to get out of here. And it is then revealed that Eric Killmonger, also known as Unjadku, Something like that. I, the names always got me yeah. messed up. I, yeah, yeah. Njadku. Um, he is the nephew and a nephew of King T'Chaka and the cousin of King T'Challa. Ooh. So he has a very he has a valid claim to the throne. So Killmonger, it has been found out that he has been killing his way up to the top to train in order to take back Wakanda, in which that he, because he's just pissed that Wakanda has been existing this entire time while leaving the fellow um, uh, Africans around the world to suffer. Uh, so Eric Killmonger kills, kills. He defeats T'Challa in the fight for the, uh, for the throne, takes over kingship, and then Okoye, who is the leader of the Dora Milaje, um, T'Challa's girlfriend and Shuri go out to find Umbaku, who can challenge uh, Killmonger for the throne. They find out that uh, T'Challa is alive. Whoa! They give him back the um, they give him back the Black Panther abilities, uh, and they go back to Wakanda to find out that Eric Killmonger is about to send all of the all of the ships out everywhere across the world to basically topple all of the regimes that he believes are oppressing uh, Africans around the globe. Um, and Sal is like, hey, bro, I'm not dead. That's not how we're going to do it. And basically a Wakandan civil war breaks out uh, in which Okoye and Shuri and T'Challa's girlfriend fight on his side. Uh, T'Challa and Killmonger face off both in their own like special Black Panther suits. Um, T'Challa ends up killing Killmonger. Killmonger says one of the rawest lines in the entire franchise. Oh, yeah. Uh, and T'Challa decides that his ancestors were incorrect on how they went about keeping Wakanda for the rest of the world. And he ends the movie by deciding to set up uh, Wakandan ambassador halls all around the world uh, to help out impoverished African communities. And then that sets up uh, what happens in Infinity War, I guess. At least what happens in Wakanda for Infinity War. Yeah, kind of. So... What'd you give the pot? I gave it a seven. Uh, I think a seven. Maybe I gave it an eight. Give me a second. Uh, I think I, I gave this one a little more slack than I remember. 
I believe you went with an eight. Yes, you did. Yes, I went with an eight. It's it was a good plot. I think that the um the twist of I, I upheld the the impact of the twist of Claw being killed by Killmonger, uh, even though it was kind of ruined in the marketing. Um, because in the comics, Claw is like Claw is like Black Panther's Thanos. Like Claw is the yeah. bad guy for for Black Panther. So it was very shocking that they brought him in just to kill him. Um, I think that the entire structure of T'Challa earning the kingship, facing the consequences that were uh, results of by the actions of his father, because that's kind of the overarching thing of his arc. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I really like the ending. I thought the ending was the perfect way to do it. Uh, he finally can confronted his dad and said like, you did this wrong and I'm going to fix it. Uh, and it was a great means of progression for some of the characters. It was an eight. Yeah. So. I'll give it a seven. It was fine. Like it was good. Um, kind of bland at certain points. Like they're like, yeah, they tried to have that twist and I was like, bro, we knew Killmonger was a villain the entire time. Like this isn't nearly as exciting as you thought it would be. Um, I think that at times it gets a little, it got a little stagnant where it was like, okay, like we're just having a scene here so we can get to another scene, so we can get to another scene. But overall, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, there weren't a whole lot of plot holes that I was like, well, that's stupid. You couldn't think of a way out of that. But um, overall, it was good. I liked the plot a lot. And I do think the ending, what Killmonger says at the end when he's like dying was like, Jesus yeah, He says, uh, basically, um, T'Challa offers to heal because he's got he's with, he's got a spear in his chest. Yeah. T'Challa offers to heal him, and uh, to and Killmonger says, "So you can lock me up, um, just throw me in the sea with the rest of my ancestors who jumped from the ships, because even they knew death is better than bondage." Which yeah, is a yeah. raw line, Ooh. raw Ooh. line, very rough. Um, um, but yeah, overall, good on the plot. Where we slightly, where we differ a little bit. Although I did decrease my score by one notch, having thought about it over like a little while, you know, after sleeping on it, is writing and characters. I went with a six. Mm -hmm. I went with a six. So I think we have differing opinions on T'Challa's character arc in this movie about whether whether or not it is good. Um, And I think the movie itself is about what does it mean to be a leader? What does it mean to be the Black Panther? Whereas with your argument, like the, the more interesting character arc is in Civil War, which is getting revenge on Zemo, which then he learns like, revenge comes in many forms and you don't have to just go out and kill somebody essentially to be like, now I have revenge. Like there's a deeper, deeper holistic meaning to it rather than just being like, Oh, if I kill him debt paid essentially. Um, But I think that this movie like teaches the audience a lot about leadership and a lot about like, you know, sometimes the hardest choices are the best to make, even though people literally everyone around you can't see it. Like case in point with his father killing um, uh, Killmonger's father, like at the time, hard decision and had to make it in the split second, but knew it was the right thing to do, at least in that moment. Um, and so like, but having to justify that was his mistake in, in not telling people. Um, and that was what like T'Challa learns is goes, yeah, hard decisions have to be made as a leader. However, you still have to be honest with the people around you. And so I think overall the writing was fine. We did talk about the other day about how there are just some lines that are just super tacky that are just so irritating. And I'm like, God, that sounds annoying. But I think most of the characters are pretty well developed. I think Killmonger is a great villain. Um, I think Mbaku, Winston Duke, who went to U- UB, by the way, didn't know that. Um, he was really good in this movie and his character is very good. So I think I think overall it was it was pretty good, but those couple of knocks dropped it to a six. Yeah, um, I had this at a four originally and then o- the overall score went lower than a movie that I don't think is better than this. So I, I <laughs> decided to give it up to a five. 
Um, I've always said that the mo- three most important characters that you need to get right are the protagonist, deuteragonist, and the antagonist. The antagonist is Killmonger, and I think he is the best written villain. Arguably could be Thanos, but one of the best, if not the best written villain in the entire franchise. Um, I think he had incredible motivations. I think the line of uh, you're becoming the very thing you sought to destroy is perfect. Um, because what what uh, what Killmonger's so upset about is the oppression of his people and T'Challa knows that the way to fight back is not further oppression and that was right. that was that was they had such similar paths and that is where um that's where Killmonger kind of went a little astray the Deuteragonist I guess you could argue that it's Mbaku who I think was good I think he served his purpose um he was there to basically uh put over T'Challa that's a wrestling term. You're welcome, Joe. Joe. Um, in the fight for the throne, and then he was there to help the the women get him back. Um, because I can't really think of an is it, it might be Shuri, but she seems a little more of a side character than others. It's definitely not a Koye. It's definitely not his girlfriend who did not need to be in the movie. Um, yeah, that that I will say that whole like r- relationship was so forced and like not needed. They're yeah, like, we need was, a role for Lupita yeah. Nyong'o. What do we do here? That's her name, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I I do think that T'Challa's character is very poor in this movie. Um, I think that, and yeah, while the while the Civil War thing is is boiled down a revenge bad story. I think we, even if though he was more or less a side character in that movie, we got to see a better version of what they tried to show us. Because when he, when T'Chaka got, when T'Chaka got killed, um, and we saw him holding, we saw T'Challa holding his dad, dead dad in his arms, and then the next we see of him is him chasing down Bucky because he believed he killed his dad. Um, it was T'Challa's assumed role that it was his job to be the protector of Wakanda and the protector of the king. Um, what he believed that to mean was to hunt down the king's enemies and give them the same, give them the same uh, treatment that uh, they gave the king. Uh, it is through witnessing the Avengers falling apart, which uh, basically up until this point, unstoppable force uh, when jealousy and division and, and hatred and secrecy is introduced can rip it apart like a frozen band-aid that's when t'challa makes the connection of this isn't how a king needs to lead this isn't how a protector should be i'm learning from the mistakes of the avengers what the avengers should be doing and that's when he spares zemo's life and also you know keeps him around for the upcoming falcon the winter soldier uh, tv series um i believe that in this movie it was that but more of because he was the main character a slower burn and and i mean this isn't this isn't technically the writing of the character the fact that they did the fake out death kind of pissed me off that challenged my intelligence as a that that insulted my intelligence as a viewer um i think that it's like why why would he be why would he be gone like a half hour into the movie (laughs) i think it's very interesting to have him show doubt of like what his ancestors did and trying to uphold it but the only time we really see that is when he almost refuses to fight eric for the throne like he tells his father like hey i don't know what i'm gonna do um then your father's like do what i did 
then he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to go hunt down Claw. And they're like, well, you shouldn't. You got to be here. He goes, I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm like, OK, wait a minute. This this could be this could be a thing. And then when Claw gets re gets away again, they're just like, you shouldn't have done that. Told you. So that's when he's like, oh, maybe I should do it. Maybe I'm wrong. And then he gets killed. So um, it's not until it's not until it's not until he only basically faces death that he is um, that he's presented with the choice that he has to make. And I think that's a very selfish motivation or character motivation. Um, it's he's got people around him telling him, like, you need things need to change. Uh, and it's and I mean, he's got his best friend also the also known as the guy from um, from Get Out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you messed up, bro. The old king would have done it. Like, I think I th- I just think the motivations behind all of T'Challa's choices up until the end were pretty lazy. Um, mm. And it didn't really feel like he was a very fleshed out character in this movie. Uh, for that, I gave it a five. Uh, Killmonger was incredible. M'Baku was good. Everybody else was so-so. T'Challa was actively not good. <laughs> I feel like it's an, an actively good argument that I cannot really thwart at the moment. Sure. So um, moving on to directing and cinematography, uh, what'd you give it? She gets an eight from me. They, I'll give credit where credit is due. This is a beautifully shot movie. Um, the shot of T'Challa re-entering uh, Wakanda through like the, the, mm-hmm. the warp guys is really beautiful. Um, even like the first scene where he's like lurking in the shadows. I kind of wish we got more of stealth Black Panther. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'll talk more about this, but the idea of being like the 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 casino scene looked great. I liked the one shots that were happening. I liked the scale of like a fight on two floors um, and having uh, the such like having such a dichotomy of where the movie takes place, that being in Wakanda, in like the African jungle, in Wakanda, and then in South Korea, like such a such a drastic change. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, and then the, the, the dual scenes with the standing on the edge of the waterfall, those were, those were very well shot with the drone shots of T'Challa hanging M'Baku off over the edge of the, over the edge of the waterfall. Uh, it was well shot. Um, nothing that, like I said, nothing that blew my mind, but, uh, nothing I can complain about either. Yeah. I went with a seven, there was nothing that really popped out to me that I was like, Whoa, that was cool. Like any of the previous movies we talked about with like cool ways of framing things, but I will give them credit. Like the fighting was very well done. And we'll talk about this with infinity war and Endgame. like the, the Russos and I think Ryan Kogler is his name, the director of this, so. something like that. But he, they, he directs fight scenes very well in the sense that it, like, it's not so chaotic. I have no idea what's happening. Right. Um, but it's like, I can see what's going on and I see how the person won or lost. So I thought that that was good. Um, I did like the car chase scene just because I also liked the tech that they use, like how they could basically, the the other thing that made me laugh was, and I wrote this down was like, I love how incompetent the U S is at anything they do. Like they, they don't like, he has no con agent Ross has no concept of, um, of, uh, like remote pilots. Like he has no concept of that whatsoever. And I'm like, the U S definitely can do like remote drone strikes. Like they definitely can do that in this universe. And he's just like, what, I can fly this plane from the seat. Like, what is that? I'm like, okay but that scene was cool too um so I, I gave it a seven there's nothing crazy but it wasn't bad so it was good um acting i gave this one a nine i thought everybody in this movie did a fantastic job albeit sometimes the writing was a little shoddy um chadwick boseman's still very good even if the character itself isn't mm-hmm. amazing um forrest whitaker interesting choice but also i didn't mind him thought he was good angela bassett's a queen um Agent Ross also very good. Yeah, Martin Freeman did great. Martin Freeman very good. Um, 
and I thought again, I thought Mbaku was really good. Like he, he, he or Winston Duke did a really good job. I wish we saw more out of Daniel Kaluuya. Is that his name from Get Out? I forget how you pronounce his last yeah, name. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I wish we saw more from him because I think he's a good actor as well. And we just basically were just like he was the foil halfway through the movie. That was it. And I was like, okay. Um, and Michael B. Jordan, phenomenal. So all around, it was really, really good. So nine. Yeah, I gave it an eight. Um, I think that yeah, Chadwick Boseman's a legend. Um, uh, Mbaku did well. Uh, I didn't have any. I didn't have any like complaints. A whole lot of complaints. Uh, Shuri was obviously great. Um, and I think Michael B. Jordan that will be a standout role for him for the rest of his career. Um, again, though, nothing that really blew my mind, uh, or else it would be higher. Uh, I and it sucks because I was kind of going in. I knew of two of these act well Forrest Whitaker of Angela Bassett I knew of but they played more minor roles but I knew of Mm -hmm. two of these actors that being Chadwick Boseman and um and Michael B. Jordan and I knew they were going to do well um so I didn't I didn't have a lot of chance for shock uh but yeah eight solid good I was also mad that we didn't see more from Sterling K. Brown I really like him as an actor he's the the guy that gets killed in the beginning and I think he's so cool like he's such he's so good at what he does um all right special effects this is where you and I differ hard because I saw your score for it, yeah. and I didn't agree. This movie's ugly. <laughs> Why? Why do you say that, dude? None of the final fight again. Like it looks like, like the... a 2007 video game. I'm trying to remember, like when they're in the when they're in the monorail and and they're like throwing each other around. That it, yeah. it looks that this movie does not look good. Um, I I I think it does. I think like the fact that almost none of it is real except for the scenes where they're outside. Like everything is done in front of a green screen. Like everything they do with the vibranium in like the the mountain and stuff is crazy good. Like I think it's it. I think it. There are moments where it could probably be polished a little bit better, especially considering it's 2018. However, I think that since 85 percent of the movie is illusion, I think that it's really well done. Like in terms of creating things that don't exist. Yeah, but that is. I don't, I don't put as much emphasis on, and, and the one thing that was keeping me from making it lower was the intro scene. Cause that took, I think a year of like 10 people working on it. Um, and that looks great, but. Oh yeah, that, that was cool. When, when the focal points of your CGI, um, anytime that T'Challa was in the Black Panther suit and not on the ground, it, it looked like a, a student film's uh final project it didn't it it didn't look like when he's when he's flipping like the car the reason i didn't even talk about the car chase scene was because when he's like jumping from car to car it like he like there's no realistic weight to him um he kind of floats through the air and like lands with a weird weight that you didn't really expect um and then like of course the (laughs) i i think back to um him being thrown off of the off of side of the waterfall and that just was dumb but um, and and I just look at the final fight, and I can't, I can't even remotely say that this movie looks good. So I, even, I, even when Martin Freeman's like Agent Ross is like flying the remote things, like it, you could tell that it was just it superimposed things. Like it, I did, I just didn't think that for for as technologically advanced as Wakanda was supposed to be, and for what they did with it in Infinity War, I was expecting way more. That's fair. I think um. I, I I didn't find really too many issues with CGI, but that's why maybe I'm just uh, what's the word I'm looking for jaded by the opening scene because that thing was so cool. That was very uh, good, and I was gonna rank it a three until I remembered the opening scene. Yeah. Um. And last but not least, final final category is score, and this is another ten, just like the it's Guardians t- movies. You it's, can't 
it's the you best soundtrack. Not. It's the best. The music is so good. It's a it's incredible. Yeah. Um, we don't really even have to talk about it that much because it's just that good. Um, so compiling all those scores together, I give it a seven five five. Derek gave it a seven. One of the rare occurrences in which I rank it higher than Derek does. Yep. Um, for an average score of seven point two eight, putting it just underneath Ragnarok and around the same score as Winter Soldier. So Derek, how do we feel about that? Yeah, I, I'd say that's I'd say that's accurate. I I, I have the same um, level of uh, grievances is the wrong word i have the same level of um differing opinions from the from the masses on these two movies that i do with uh, winter soldier so um i can get behind that i i am glad that it didn't end up being an i ranked it a five and you ranked it a nine um yeah that'd be a little harder but like because yeah. when i rewatched it i was like this objectively isn't the greatest movie but it's also yeah. like hard to say that it's not good it's it's a great superhero movie yeah it's not a great movie <laughs> yeah for the genre, so, good. But yeah. overall, as a movie, eh. Yeah. It was probably, um, at the time, it was the best one. And at the time that it came out, like, taking into consideration the cultural, like, yeah. st- state, it was probably the best Phase 3 movie. Nah, second best behind Homecoming. Um, probably the second best Phase 3 movie. And then as I've lo- as you're able to look back on it and see what it was surrounding, like, see what it, you see what. Yeah, was. and I think also people just lost their minds, be- like, kind of what it was when it yeah. dropped. Because I remember when it dropped, everyone went nuts for it. Yep. But I think also it was just because, like, I don't know, the country needed something like that. Like, people needed a movie like that. You know, representation is always important. Yeah, it so was. Seeing the, it was. That yeah, like, like you. Is yeah, not even that. Also, it was the first. To, it was the like the first superhero movie yeah. with a black lead. Like it was and right, very and that important. tends to make people. That tends to make people like think it's better. It's rose-colored glasses, right? So like it's, it's they're like oh because of this that makes it that much better. Which sometimes it can, but yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So you know mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Derek, let's roll into a little crisis averted. Who you send a love to this week? Holy crap! Um, thanks, Kelsey and Emma, for joining us. Thanks to Michael. I was glad to see you yeah, after a while. Um, thanks for letting us on your boat. That was cool. Uh, shout out to... There was some good news I received today from one of our friends, but I don't know if I should share it, so I'm not going to, but if you're listening to this, know who you are. Congratulations. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, I would like to uh, reiterate the Michael thing. Eating dinner on the boat was fun, and that was the first night out in well over a year. So thanks for that. It was a good time. Um, and shout out to Julie because it is actually her birthday today. So oh, it won't be when it won't be when she's listening to this. But happy birthday, Julie! We'll happy see you this weekend. Um, Sorry, I couldn't. Get other you than a caps that, win. burn three weeks ago. Oh. Like, <laughs> anyway if it's not uh, cracking i don't care baby release the kraken okay all right um with that derek any last final thoughts yeah um did you guys enjoy my uh, impression of hunter's brain when did you from earlier no right now when i wasn't saying anything oh case in point that's real sad okay um with that being said this has been episode 70 of the quarter life crisis podcast i've been your host hunty along with your favorite co-host direct we will catch you next week sayonara